If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, March 20th. It is also the first day of spring. Although you wouldn't know by the weather in our city. Third consecutive night of a freeze warning, I think. Is that right? It's like in the 20s. Yeah. Yeah. I think... uh, Winter's just like, gotta get that last little bit in. Yeah. And then no more cold. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, Today is Monday, March 20th. It's the first day of spring. My name is Jeff Dollar. And today I am grateful for comfy napping couches. Mm. My name is Callie Dollar. And I am grateful that we love our house so much. We were inside all day yesterday because it was cold and we just didn't feel like leaving the house because, you know, you don't when it's cold. I actually, much like Elsa, the cold never bothered me. Mm Mm-hmm. But I have am dealing with allergies worse this year than I ever have in Atlanta, ever. Most years, I would say 90% of my Atlanta springs have been allergy symptom-free, and the ones that haven't have just been a little bit of a nuisance. I It's kicking you. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, Jeff was like down in cough drops yesterday. I mean, this doesn't really happen to you. To me, I'm used to it. I don't know if you saw my eyes on Friday night, but I am at the point in the season where, you know, I go a couple weeks at the beginning and I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Maybe my allergies won't be yeah. that bad this year. Yeah. I say that every year. And then I my eyes go from zero to looking like I put on red eyeliner Yeah, overnight. Yeah. And that happened this weekend. Uh, Friday, my eyes were so swollen. And Saturday, you guys, if you have friends in the South that wear contacts, <laughs> think it. of them. Pray for them. <laughs> think of them. Reach out. See how they're doing. Because I put in my contacts on Saturday and... It was like putting sandpaper in my eyeballs. And I will tell you, our bathroom could not be further from any sort of open door or window. It is very isolated, but it's just in the air and it's hard to avoid it. Well, even if they're fine when you put them in within five minutes, you're... Yeah. Yeah. It's a little scratchy down here. Yeah. But that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um... We have a we we feel bad because we have a belated, very belated birthday. We have a belated ninth birthday, which makes me feel even worse because right. I had this and I sent it to Jeff. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Dylan's birthday. Tomorrow we have to wish him a happy birthday. And that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. On a Friday. Dylan, I am so sorry. Jen, thank you for reminding us. And I am sorry that this did not happen two weeks ago. But Dylan, thank you for listening every single day. And we hope your ninth birthday was fantastic. You know, and Dylan, two weeks ago, it was warm. So good for you if you're down here. Dylan, my rule is that your birthday, every birthday, should be as many Days long as you want the whole it to month. be. So the if you want, March. if you want to declare March Dylan birthday month, then we are right on time. And mm-hmm. I think you should. Yeah. Yeah. Never too late to celebrate a birthday in Jeff Dollar's mind. <clears throat> a few exciting things from this weekend. One, we are now 85 years old. So not only do we talk about the weather, but. <laughs> that was the most unenthusiastic, a few exciting things I've ever heard. 
<laughs> That's because I was thinking it's yeah, act- they're actually not exciting, but they're big topics of conversation in our house. Pollen being number one, number two being the bird that just moved into a nest that it built right outside of our window. When I tell you we are old people who get excited about bird's nests outside of our window, that is who we are now. I'm thinking about putting a camera up because it's too high for us to actually see into it, but we can see the dude or the dudette when she's sitting in there. Like we can see her head poking out, but we can't see if there's any eggs or when those, you know, when those eggs have, you know. And it's a robin. So the eggs are going to be so cute. Yeah. And those are the best omelets. Jeff. What? No. What? No. What do you want to do with them? Um, look at them, show Ellie the shells after the birds move out. Oh, okay. Um, well, we'll do that then. If you don't want to have fun with it, fine. So you're really thinking about putting a camera up there? Yeah. Jeff wanted to take this. I still do. This is not helping. This is not helping our case of not being old people. Jeff wanted to take the screen off our window temporarily until the bird lays its eggs. So we have a more clear view. We talked about a show on on this podcast last week, and after we recorded what we said, it was so miserable that we edited edited it out. Oh, you edited the whole thing out? I think so. I don't think anybody listening right now heard our long assessment of the documentary on the Villages community in Florida. It's where, called some uh, some kind of heaven. And I, we're, I'm just going to do a real quick recap of it. Number one, it was the saddest, most, it was just sad because the villages is one of the fastest growing communities in the, in the country. It's right. Like got like 87,000 residents. Yeah. It's five zip codes. It's, it's half the size of Manhattan and it's just getting bigger. Everybody in there, it's a 55 and older community. So everybody in there is a, is a retiree and they found the dozen most miserable people in that community and profiled them on this show called some kind of heaven. It was so sad. It read it not even not sad in a, Oh, I feel bad for them sort of way. Just sad that it was just sad. I, I don't even want to get into it because it'll make me sad. It was just sad. We redeemed ourselves Saturday night with. Oh, a, I thought you were going to tie that to how we're old people to watch birds. Oh, no, 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 no. I want to tie that to our redemption. I think the documentary we watched on Saturday night was the greatest thing that I have seen in a long time. What was it called? Do you remember? Yes, it's called Perfect Bid. The contestant who knew too much. It's about a guy named Ted Slauson, who was a Prices Right contestant. I think he was in the audience thirty something times, and in one of his last audience appearances, he helped another contestant get guess the showcase showdown to the dollar, which has never happened before. But the entire documentary is just him talking about his Price is Right obsession for virtually the entire run of the show. Now, a couple things about him. 
Now, a couple things about him. Uh, one, he works in mathematics. Like he is a mathematician. So that automatically gets you like, right. that puts him in a different category than most people. And he has been watching it for so long. Since the beginning. Since it went Since to, the beginning. Since it moved from an evening show to an afternoon show, which was 45 years ago or something like that. And he has kept a running spreadsheet of every single item that has been on that show. Now, I did not realize that they recycled some of the things that weren't won. So if the prizes weren't won, they would recycle them for different games and stuff like that. So he would keep track of the spreadsheet. Then he would memorize how much the prices were of the things on the prices, right? Because they were being, you know, they were recycled products. I don't think the recycled prices. I think that I don't know what what's, they have like five boats and then yeah Toyota is a sponsor so Toyota gives them eight identical cars so over the course of one season yeah the same car at the same exact price is going to come up eight different times and his brain was just able to hear it once he put it in a spreadsheet he would quiz himself and remember the exact price yeah it's just amazing also I love Bob Barker. Oh, he's so I sweet. I love Bob Barker. And he did not disappoint. They interviewed him for this documentary when he was still alive, obviously. And Bob Barker from the dead. Um, the Ouija board seems really weird. It was, I mean, it was kind of weird, but no, he <clears throat> just seems like the most genuine human being that loved being the host of that show. And it was so cool to see how he felt about it. I mean, he did that show for a long time. I don't think I realized how long that show ran. He did it for 45, I think he retired. After 45 seasons? No. I think he was in entertainment for 50 years and he was on Price is Right for 35. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that sounds right. It was Generations. It was on Netflix. It was super lighthearted. Usually we watch really dark documentaries. Apparently. And this one we like, you know, went lighthearted. I I expect could watch almost every documentary and probably be fascinated by it because there's so many weird things. And if the documentary, if the director is really good, it doesn't matter what they're talking about, it will probably be interesting, right? Well, it depends because I was expecting the one about the retirement community to be much more lighthearted. I thought it was going to be a bunch of Party Central. 70-year-olds hooking up, hooking up after their judo lesson. Yeah. Their afternoon judo lesson on their way to the buffet. Right. I had no idea that they were going to, they were seeking out people who were miserable at the happiest place for retirees on earth. Yeah. And by the way, one of my friends, uh, her mom lives there and hates that documentary because she loves it down there, loves life, loves the whole thing. It's her favorite thing ever. She loves living there and she just thinks the documentary is horrible. And here's, okay, this will be the last- It's not representative. Here's the last thing I'm going to say about the Villages show because I, I think we started this by saying we don't want to talk about the Villages show because it doesn't even deserve our attention. However- in a community of 87,000 senior citizens, how many outstanding stories are there that could be told? I mean, uh, endless. Right. Endless. How many people are there like Ted Slauson who are uh, super fans of anything? I'm not, I, I watch The Price is Right when I'm homesick from school, used to. Mm-hmm. 
And now, I mean, I probably haven't seen it in 20 years. Mm -hmm. If I was scrolling through TV some afternoon, I would watch it. I'd be Mm -hmm. entertained by it. This guy, it's his whole life. Yeah. There are people like that. that, That's the story the villagers should have done. Well, it wasn't the villagers who produced it, but. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. We, so it's called, what, what did I say it was called? The Perfect Bid. The Perfect Bid. If you're looking for something, highly, highly recommend. And P.S., I feel like we need to talk about this. The guy is like banned from prices right now. Yeah, because he's so good. Because he's so good. And the attitude of Bob Barker, like Bob knew who he was and used to joke with him in the crown of like, oh, is Ted here today? Oh, are you getting help from Ted or whatever? It's kind of like a tongue in cheek kind of thing, which is really cute and sweet and endearing. And then Drew Carey was like, oh my gosh, that guy is like kind of crazy. And, you know, also we re, re like redid all of the prize things. So there will never be two of the same prize ever again. Two of and the I'm same like, prize. So now if Toyota gives eight cars, one of them will have prices. leather seats, yeah. one of them will have cloth seats, one of them will have whatever. Right. Yeah. It's like true. You know, the first thing when people when you're sick, people say, make sure you stay hydrated. That's what doctors say. That's what your mom said. That's what your grandma said. You know, like that's what we all know, right? It's important to stay hydrated. The first thing that Jeff asked for when he woke up on Friday morning sick was, hey, will you grab me some liquid IV? Because he knew that staying hydrated while he was sick was going to be really, really, really important. And liquid IV is a staple in this house every single day and being sick and needing more hydration than normal is a perfect example of a new and different way that we use liquid IV that we haven't told you about before. The flavors are so delicious and there's a flavor for everybody. My personal favorite is lemon lime. It tastes so good and you can suck it right down. Like I drink them so fast because they're so tasty. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code upside at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code upside at liquidiv.com. Can you name the most popular answers to five items you might find on a work desk? What about five occasions where people might give a gift or five types of insurance? The most popular answers only. That's the point of Fun Frenzy Trivia. It's a mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories, including music, animals, TV, celebrities. If you choose the most popular answers to each question and beat the clock, you move forward to the next level. Sounds simple, but the questions are going to get harder over time. If you get stuck, don't worry. You can use coins and gems to get hints and beat the level. If you are a trivia addict, if you love trivia, if there is not a trivia night in your town that you have not been to, then you'll love Fun Frenzy Trivia. Fun Frenzy Trivia is an exciting brand new game on the App Store from the creators of the number one trivia app, Trivia Star. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia today to challenge yourself. I will warn you, and this is from my own personal experience, it is addicting. Just go to the Apple or Google store and search for Fun Frenzy Trivia. Download Fun Frenzy Trivia for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. 
If you have not done so yet, it is time to refresh your 2023 wardrobe with Rothy's for chic, sustainable shoes that bring out your best style. Now, I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's and I love them for a multitude of reasons. They are super cute, first of all. So there's a pair of Rothy's for every single outfit you could think of and they are insanely comfortable. You can take them right out of the box and there is zero break-in period. So you can wear them for a full eight to 12 hour day on your foot with no indication that you were just wearing brand new shoes. You can also machine wash them, which I love. Just make sure you're not drying them. And you can feel good about what you're wearing because Rothy's is designed with the planet in mind. Rothy's shoes are sustainably made with their signature thread spun from recycled single-use plastic water bottles. Now, if you are wondering what kind of Rothy's to get, I have two favorite styles. Um, My favorite for work is the loafer style because they look really sleek. They're very classic and I love those. I also love the sneaker style and that's what I wear day-to-day running around and you will never regret buying your first pair of Rothy's. And once you do, you will be hooked. For stylish and comfortable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. I feel like, Callie, you unlocked a neighbor badge this weekend. I did? Yep. You had a neighbor call you and say, may I borrow a cup of butter? Oh, that is true. I was very excited because I feel like this is so, I felt like so 50s. That's leave it to beaver. Yeah, it is so leave it to beaver. And I was so excited to get the text message and we were walking out the door and I was like, I have to go get the neighbor butter. I have to go get her butter. And then I walked it down there and I was so excited. It felt like it really did feel like unlocking a neighbor badge. And I am so thrilled about the neighborhood that we live in right now that it just brings me unbelievable amounts of joy that someone would ask me for a stick of butter. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? A stick of butter? It was a stick. Actually, it was two sticks of butter. She's like, two sticks if you have it. She's like, thank you. This is great. I've already asked my husband to like go to the store before to get me something I forgot. And I'm right in the middle of making something. Yeah. So yeah, I ran it over. And then she thanked us by getting us double butter. Double she, butter. She repaid us with four sticks of butter. What a, that is. Life is just great right now. That's a great deal. All right. Here are your three random things for today. Today is the International Day of Happiness. It's a global celebration established by all 193 United Nations member states. It's basically a resolution that was passed in 2011 by the UN General Assembly to give happiness top priority. As a matter of fact, 10 years ago, there was a UN conference on happiness and... The uh, Day of Happiness will be observed every year on March 20th. I'm into it. Go be happy. Unless you have allergies. (laughs) Go take Claritin. Then don't go outside. Your second random thing is the U.S. has the lowest life expectancy of any G7 nation. So you're bringing the fun stuff. I am bringing this. I know. I just thought this was really interesting. Um, My dad is super into like life expectancy and stuff like that. So I thought he would like this. (laughs) So now he's going to move. The G. Now he's going to move. The G7 uh, group is Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, and the U.K. and the U.S., and Japan and Australia both have average life expectancies of over 84 years. That's Aus- the average. Australia? Yeah. I mean, I knew that about Japan. 
Australians, I don't know. I don't, that I'm not surprised. There's because a lot of big spiders there and snakes and whatnot. That is true. However, I feel as though Australians have a more, my sister lived there for a little while and her report on Australian people is that they're way more laid back, way less concerned with like, you know, the hustle culture and the work. And I think that ages us. I think yeah. stress like has a huge impact on it. And I think that people who have a more non-work-based life probably do live longer. Right. That was my thought. It's, you know, who knows? Anyways, the uh, average life expectancy of people in the U.S. is 77. So, And your third random thing is there is a resort that for $21,000 – you can move into with your newborn. They will provide you with childcare while you go to yoga. There are hair salons that you can go to with or without your uh, baby. You can get restaurant style meals either in a dining room or deliver to your room. Um, a typical stay is is twenty eight days, but you can stay as long as forty two. Um, the twenty eight day stay is twenty one thousand dollars. I actually don't think that's that insane. I don't think uh, the price or uh, the price is, is the price. I mean, okay. It's expensive and it's a luxury, but if you're dividing it by what? 30 nights. That's a grand a day. It's a grand a day. Or eight, 800 bucks. That's no, who can afford but, that? But I'm not saying who can afford oh, that, okay. but I'm also saying if you were going to stay in a hotel, like a nice hotel, yeah, you would be paying that for just the hotel. And that doesn't include the meals, wellness. I think they have doctors on staff. They have people, you know what I mean? It's a whole, if I was rich, I would 1000% do that. And I think they have one of those in New York. Um, two things. One, I don't think it's all inclusive. Oh, you don't? No, I think, oh, okay. I think they mind. have access to it. So the, the, it's 21 grand to get in the door. Mm, okay. Then everything. But I don't, I, I thought you were going to take issue with, no, you should be home with your baby or, or whatever. And I was going to challenge that and say, what a great thought to put mom care on par with baby care. You know, have yes. everybody be taken care of right when, uh, right when baby shows up. Because how recharged and refreshed are you going to be three or four weeks later when you get out of there, I mean, I'm assuming that you get to have your family come visit or you go home on weekends. I don't, I don't, I don't know how it works. I can't imagine you just go there with your kid and say to your husband, see you in four weeks. Yeah. So those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. We forgot to talk about this, but my favorite part of the weekend, I think, was when Callie predicted the future on Sunday. Well, you predicted the future on Sunday morning, and you got confirmation of it while we were talking to your mom Sunday afternoon. My dad bought a heart-shaped waffle maker for Ellie. No, no, no. He said he just bought a waffle maker and well, it happened to be heart-shaped. 
And we both looked at him like, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, 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 no. You bought that to impress your two-year-old granddaughter is what right. you did, which is adorable. Yeah. But he did bury the lead that it was heart-shaped. He was like, yeah, we got a new waffle maker. We're going to make waffle like waffles. And then my mom goes, it's heart-shaped. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, so cute. And every Monday she goes to my parents' house and they make, typically my dad makes her pancakes. And I said to Jeff this weekend, there is a 90% chance my dad did a test run of those waffles. I don't even think, I don't even think you said 90% chance. I think you said, I'll bet my dad test drove the waffles or no, I not I'll bet. My dad test drove that waffle maker this weekend. And I said, it's waffles. You read the instruction on the back of the box. And my dad doesn't eat waffles, really. And you pour it in the thing. Ooh, what do you need a test drive for? And you said, and we've, mark my words. I was like, if I know Greg Riggs, he has tested those waffles. And Jeff kind of like laughed at me. And then we were FaceTiming with my mom yesterday. And she said, she was FaceTiming with Ellie. And she's like, Ellie, are you excited for waffles tomorrow? Poppy tested the waffle maker. And I looked at Jeff and Jeff started cracking up. I was like, I told you I knew my dad. It wasn't tested. The, the, the thing that was so funny to me is that your mom described it the same way you did. As there, a test run? There is a waffle test run. Yeah, because, you know, he's got to impress the two-year-old. Two-year-old, yeah. Every morning, you have two choices. Stay asleep with your dreams or wake up and go get them.